Welcome to Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell, bringing you the latest information for families seeking to adopt, adoptees, and women considering placing a child for adoption. Now, with today's program, here is Marty Caldwell. Well, welcome to Let's Talk Adoption. I'm Marty Caldwell, and I want to thank you for tuning in today. Uh, We've got a great show prepared for you, and really hope you get a lot out of it. Um, I want to also mention to you that you can register for our free newsletter on our website at letstalkadoption.com, where you'll find lots of information uh, on adoption and also parenting and uh, relationship skills and things like that. So I hope that you will go to that website, uh, letstalkadoption.com, and sign up. We'll send you also updates on our new shows and what's coming up, and also how to stay in touch, new events, and we have a calendar, too, of adoption events across the United States. So it's all on our site at uh, Let's Talk Adoption. Today, our topic is going to be the roles of patience, faith, and hope in the waiting game of adoption. Uh, We have one couple story. We have a husband and wife today with us that are uh, waiting families. They are wanting to adopt um, eagerly, and um, they're going to share some inside information regarding what it's like uh, to go through that area to to be waiting to adopt, to the hope and joy of that, too. Uh, Today, we have Jeff and Tracy with us, Morris uh, from Texas on the phone. So welcome to the show. Hello. How are you? We're doing great. Thanks for inviting us. Great. Well, I, I think we can hear you pretty well. I know you're both on the phone and that uh, you took some time off of work. So uh, we'll speak up really loud if you can. That's great so we can hear you. But, uh, you know, both of you guys have been really, I know that I've heard from the coordinators working, adoption coordinators, that you have been just really a wonderful couple to work with because of your, your patience and, um, you know, the faith and, and that you really have a hope and a faith that this is going to happen. Um, you know, I have some questions. I want to give some background here. Tell me a little bit about, you know, your life. How long have you been married? We've been married for about 17, a little bit over 17 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, we dated three years before that. So mm-hmm. we've known each other a long time and we're best friends. That's great. Well, did you Now, when you want to get ready to adopt, is it, I mean, did you suffer some infertility then or? We, um, we have, um, we have never used, um, any contraceptives mm-hmm. or anything to mm-hmm. prevent from getting pregnant. Mm-hmm. And probably we waited like five years um, after not getting pregnant before we started seeking, you know, advice from the doctors. Right. So and they could never figure out, you know, why we weren't getting pregnant. So there was always that okay. continued waiting, you know, on ourselves, like, well, eventually we'll get pregnant. And it just never happened. Well, yeah, you know, and that's always a difficult thing because what happens is often is that when people are uh, starting, they usually tell you after a year to two years that you want to go ahead and seek, um, you know, medical advice. But many, many families decide they really don't want to go through all the heroics of the infertility and all the expense because uh, if it doesn't happen, um, you know, naturally, then they just want to go ahead and, um, you know, go through with adoption. And so I hear that quite often, the same thing, that, you know, people wait a while and say, well, let's just try this and that and, and see if it happens. And sometimes it doesn't and sometimes it does. But you really, you know, tried for five years. And then, then what happened? Who decided and brought up the first time about adoption? Um, that would be me. I a couple times had went over to Jeff and talked to him, you know, maybe since we're not getting pregnant, we can go ahead and look into adoption. And he wasn't really prepared for that or mm-hmm. um, ready for that. And, so, and that happens sometimes when your spouse. So so you you brought it up. And, and Jeff, where, what was going through your mind? Well, I just thought we would wait and see if Tracy got pregnant and just would felt like we should just... Um, take some time to wait and of course there's always that expectation that 
the next month we'll bring a pregnancy or something and then there's part of a, of our lives where we were just enjoying the course of our lives and getting to go places and things so mm-hmm. it, you know it wasn't like every day was on the forefront but then there would be these seasons where we begin to talk about these things and as we progressed in our marriage uh, the stir of our hearts began to consider adoption but again for me personally I wasn't uh, as ready uh, as Tracy was but then there came a point where it really began to stir very deep in my heart the possibility mm-hmm. of adopting. And so once I began to really stop and, and consider it, there was a time, a weekend in my mm-hmm. life, where I, I just felt so deeply stirred that it was right that we adopt. So I, when I made that decision, that weekend was actually a very spiritual and very emotional weekend mm-hmm. for me. And when I shared that with Tracy, she was elated, of course, and, mm-hmm. and I really appreciate her patience and trusting God's hand in my life to inspire me to to make the full decision. She right. didn't pressure me into the decision by any means. Mm-hmm. So it was a kind of a neat weekend where we experienced the joy together of making that decision together and then moving forward. Well, to ha- help other people too, was this a like a weekend retreat for couples, or is this something you just went away and spent some quiet time and prayed, or uh, how did that come about? It actually came about uh, one weekend. I just began to really seek the Lord mm-hmm. on this decision. Mm-hmm. And I was uh, reading some scriptures, and I came across a passage that talked about how pure religion is expressed by caring for others in times of need. Mm-hmm. And I just felt that stir of my heart. Uh, it's like that small, sterile voice of, of a question, Jeff, are you willing to open your home for a child? And I just said yes. And when I made that decision, yes, it was just a time of... of um, many tears and joy and elation and uh so it was actually just a weekend that tracy and i just kind of set aside personally in our homes to like let's take now because it's mm-hmm. easy to let life go by and boy yes, talk about it another day or mm-hmm. next weekend but we just made that decision on a weekend to really spend some time seeking and, the yeah Lord. a lot of people just don't take that time too and so they they can't they don't even have the time to to look forward into it and decide what do i want to do and that was really hard so so it didn't take you too too long and you know the decision to adopt like you said then it came to you um when you wanted to move forward too i know that you were an avid listener listener to a let's talk adoption which i appreciate um i didn't find that out till later on um, but did you just do a lot of research, or, or how did you find out about domestic or international adoption, foster care, adopting out of foster care? What came to your um, to you to decide on a domestic adoption? Uh, probably about two years ago when we started um, listening to the lifetime adoption. Um, I had started doing research on the Internet to different adoption websites, and I looked into everything from international to foster care, and I just kept being drawn back to your website. It just was, um, it had so much information on it, more than a lot of places, and it just, it just comforted me with a lot of your question and answers, you know, on the one page about frequently asked questions. Sure. And it just really helped me make that decision that it wasn't going to be such a scary thing. And that sometimes has to happen really in the privacy of your own home because you can you can go to meetings and it's great, and I encourage that, um, But and you also read books. But it's nice when you can do that and you can read as much information as possible so when you finally do get to that point, you have some of the terminology down too. And so you decided to go with domestic adoption, and um, 
you know, you had some thoughts on, on birth mothers, and I don't know, Jeff, if that came from really just taking time to pray about that, but, you know, you, you have an outlook toward birth mothers. You want to share a little bit about how you feel about birth mothers and, and what's your... Yes, I, I really uh, feel like a birth mother is in a place where she's, she's pregnant and for whatever reasons feels like she needs to place her child in care of another, and I think that's actually very honorable, and I think birth mothers really... Uh, should be honored in that for whatever reasons that they feel like they need to find a home for their child. I think that's special. And so my heart of compassion really uh, moves towards the birth mother. I think it's a special thing that they decide to carry a child for nine months and have a child and then turn that child over for adoption is a very courageous thing. Mm -hmm. So it really it touches my heart. Uh, and then, of course, it does provide an a, a adopt a family the opportunity to raise a child i just think that's really a blessing from above mm -hmm. on, on both sides of the the birth mother and the adoptive family that are involved i think so too and i've always felt that way too because without birth parents we would not be mommies and daddies that's right and you know and i think a lot of times we forget that and i think that that's why we take that that time just to get away and be quiet and kind of think about it and, and it can be overwhelming to some people to actually think about it and for for us a personalities it's really hard because we're relinquishing something to another human being but really when you think about it if if you have the faith you're really relinquishing this to god to yeah. find the right child for you you know and i think that brings me up to the next one is, is your faith has played a big part in, in your adoption decision is that correct it really has. In fact, I couldn't separate that decision from being part of a, a, a faith-based decision and a very spiritual experience. Like I shared earlier, that weekend was a weekend that even when I reflect upon it, I get very emotional, uh, very teary-eyed. I mean, that was a weekend that when I, it was like saying yes to something that you've known in your heart mm -hmm. maybe for years, but when you finally get to that place, when you're ready to make that decision, it's one of elation and joy and tears. All those kind of emotions are uh, commingled in the experience. And for us, because of our faith, because of our belief of faith in God's love, especially God's love exp expressed through Jesus Christ, for mm -hmm. us, that that model and that example mm -hmm. of God's love is how we should live our lives in this world, whether we're... Uh, biological parents raising children or whether we're adoptive uh, parents raising uh, a, an adoptive child, these things are really rooted in God's love and care that he has for humanity. So for, for Tracy and I, it was already in our hearts to want to be a desire to be parents, but making this decision where you make a de an extra decision to choose the road of adoption was extra... Uh, energized with this action of faith because it is a conscious effort that you do have to make and a choice you do have to make. Right, and I think that's so important. You know, we're, we're all um, available for adoption in, in God's family. I mean, that was it's not, right. nothing new. You know, God adopted us into his family, and, and there's Moses, and the, the Bible's filled with all kinds of adoption stories. And I think, too, is that, um, you know, when you talked about this, I spoke with another family that we actually met on a cruise, which was interesting, and uh, they ended up uh, uh, wanting to adopt also with our help. And um, they said that when they decided to adopt, they both got so giddy like they were newlyweds again. And they had been married for almost about well, the same time you had been, uh, 16, 17 years. But they said every day they'd come home and they were just kissy, kissy and, and happy because it was something now they were both moving forward. They were putting you know, the infertility back and saying, we know this is going to happen. 
you know, that God knows our heart and that we really want a child. And um, that was really nice to hear that. And then I hear other stories of families really hog-tying their husbands to come in or their wives to come into the adoption process, and it just doesn't work. Yeah, that's one thing I really appreciated about Tracy is even though I knew it was in her heart, she would have been ready, you know, before I was. And But she, she kept that faith that there would be a moment in my life that I would make the decision. And part of that, part of the thing for me as far as moving forward in the adoption was just maybe, you know, the initial fears of, you know, what kind of father will I be? I know it's a sense of responsibility. Mm-hmm. And those kind of things that really are, you know, it's good to have a healthy respect for the role of parenting. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, um, it just came to a place where, uh, you know, letting fear, or letting those, uh, the unknown dictate our lives was something that I didn't feel, you know, would be good to move forward in. So um, once we made the decision, you know, after that that decision was made, it just has been really an exciting journey for us. Yeah, I think I fun, really. Yeah, and see, I think that's what I like to hear because when it you can see is fun, and knowing the timing is really in God's timing and not somebody else's, and that you can't force us. You can do all the work you're supposed to do, and you can uh, continue in prayer and, and continue to update profiles and and uh, find new ways of, of letting people know you want to adopt. Um, you know, just this morning I had a family be, uh, call me at home. You know, before real early in the morning before I left for the studio, and uh, and said, you know, um, our, a friend of a friend's neighbor is you know has a two two di- a week old and little boy, and we're scared to death. What do we do? And so you know, walking them through that whole process as one of our families um, was very interesting because they were afraid. You know, what do we do, and are we ready for this? Because they just just got started. But um, you know, I really feel that there's there's timing for everything, and. Um, when you have that faith, when you take the time to really listen to to God's word and to read it and to really absorb that and just realize that the stress is not part, um, true, true stress and, and that anxiety is really not part of the plan of adoption. It's going to happen, but it's your reaction to it, don't you believe? Yes. And I think, you know, through the whole process, the better you can prepare yourself for that knowing that you know um god's not going to do something that's going to hurt you he loves you and he you know wants you to be happy and he knows that you have this desire to be parents especially when you're both on the same page it it takes a while for the other one to catch up whether it's you know husband or wife um but it does sometimes take time and 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 having that grace with the other partner and just um praying for them and you know and i think you know i've seen a lot of people wait till they're in their late 40s you know really waiting a long time and i think it's because what you said earlier jeff life rushes by and before you know it another year and another year and another year and you wake up one morning and you go oh my gosh i'm almost 50 and i have two dogs and two cats you know and you're then you're really too tired or it's very difficult to adopt a newborn uh, but maybe older children things like that so um, I think there's a lot to learn. We're going to take a quick break, though, and when we come back, I want you to answer a little bit more about, you had a little situation in your home, um, a, a kind of fun thing, but I want, I want you to share about that little uh, little uh, surprise you had in your home with uh, our listeners when we come back from this quick break. We'll be right back.
God has a plan for each of us. Sometimes we simply aren't sure what that is. Many Christian families are struggling today with infertility and pregnancy loss and feel forgotten as to God's plan for their lives. Is God trying to convey His plan to you? Perhaps He is trying to lead you to another path for building your family. Christian families are being built every day through the miracle of adoption. There is hope and there's a child for you. Visit LifetimeAdoption.org or call 530-432-7373 to learn more about welcoming a baby into your heart through adoption. Well, welcome back to the Let's Talk Adoption. I'm Marty Caldwell. I'm your host uh, here on KFIA AM 710. If you just joined the program today, we're sharing with you the importance, the role of patience, faith, hope in the waiting game of adoption. And we have a couple um, awaiting adoptive family on the line with us today, Jeff and Tracy Morris from Texas. And they are sharing a lot of their heart of how they came to that decision and how, you know, faith, patience, and hope really plays a part why you're waiting and how it can really help you or or hinder you and so uh, that's an important topic uh, before we continue I also want to mention that we're doing some really fun things um, over at the um, adoption teleconference.com site and if you've never been on a teleconference um, they're a lot of fun you can dial from your own home and you will dial one number and you join about 20 to 100 people and uh, we have different topics we speak on we have uh, guest speakers. Um, I will speak on different topics. We have sometimes a doctor or attorney, and um, it's usually in the evenings. Um, so if you're interested in that, please go to adoptionteleconference.com and sign up for um, the newsletter and the notice to be notified. And then also, if you're on Let's Talk Adoption, many times you'll receive uh, notices of those too, and many of them are free. So, but you know, let's go back. Um, Jeff and Tracy, uh, before we left, we were talking a little bit about, you know, the fears in the back of your mind. And, right. and I know that a lot of times, um, and Tracy, you had shared with me in, in our pre-interview that, you know, you were a little fearful, as most of my adoptive families, when they're honest, um, and I was too, is that, am I going to be able to love this child that's not of my body? You know, it goes through your mind, whether it stays there for a while or not. Share with me a little bit um, about some of that fear and how you got over that. Um, we... When I first started thinking about adoption, you know, years ago, as time would go on, it would kind of pop into my head. And when I would think of adoption, I'd think, well, I don't know that I would be able to bond with someone else's child. And, and it was very fearful for me to think about, you know, going forward in that way and adopting a child and, you know, not being able to bond with them. So back in 2004, we had a really neat experience. Um, a friend of ours, it was actually an acquaintance, that we hadn't seen in a couple of years, we ran in at a um, at a, a worship center mm-hmm. that we would go to. We participate every Monday night and do like a two-hour worship session, and it was called the House of Prayer. Mm-hmm. And we walked in, and there was one person in there on their knees, and uh, she turned around, and it was our friend that we hadn't seen in a couple of years. And she came up to us, and she said, Oh, I need to see you. I can't believe I've ran into you. I've been looking all over for you. And I went to church Sunday, and they told me to come up here tonight and pray and that God would answer my prayer. And uh, so she continued to tell me that um, she was in the middle of a, a very hard custody battle, and family courts wanted to remove her from her child from her home during this dispute, and they needed to place her by the next day. 
Wow. And if she didn't find a family, they were going to go ahead and put her in foster care. Mm. And so we had to make a decision that evening, and we just felt like we were supposed to do that. How old was she? She was three and a half. Mm-hmm. And so the, we went the next day and interviewed with family courts, and they approved us, and then the next day they brought her to our home. So wow. <laughs> instantly we were a family. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and, how, and how long was it supposed to be for? They had originally told us it was going to be for a period of 90 days. Mm-hmm. And what it turned into? And it turned into five months. Wow. And how was that? I mean, I, you know, some, I was a foster mom, so, you know, it's hard because you want to give everything to these children, but it's so hard not to give part of your heart. It was impossible not to give part of our heart. Mm-hmm. She... She was such a sweetheart, and we bonded immediately, and, and um, you know, she even wanted to call us Mommy, mm. you know, Mommy Tracy and Daddy Jeff right away from the start, and, yeah. and uh, you know, we, you know, we tried to emphasize to her that, you know, her mom, you know, still loved her, and that, you know, and uh, that the courts were just doing some things, and. But that, that time period, Marty, really showed us how we could bond with someone else's yes. child. We gave everything to this child, and we knew it was in. You know, we had to have an open hand in the process, that it was just a short term. But it was like God's way of even using that. It was a precious time in our life, but it was also God's way of showing us that bonding goes deeper uh, if we give our hearts in love and care to one another, that there is bonding that occurs. So it, that, mm-hmm. that, that was a good example, exactly. And you could tell. And plus, that's really a nice to have that experience because a birth mother will say, gee, they, they've been able to take care of this child uh, in their home, you know, successfully. And uh, and that really helps when you have a childless couple, too, that a birth mom might be concerned they may not know how to do child care, you know, or, or care for a child and, and uh, for their well-being. You know, you shared um, your desire to adopt with your families. Did they have any concerns when you did that, or how'd that go? I think initially the idea of an open adoption was a little bit fearful for them because they, you know, had the idea that, you know, well, the birth mother could come back, you know, and show up and take the child, and and that would be too traumatic. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I explained to them that that's not... That's really the the media (laughs) hyping a lot up, yeah. That's just kind of a misnomer that, you know... Lifetime TV, yeah, those good movies that they have. And so we've reassured them that that's not, you know, the way open adoption works. Mm -hmm. And and they've they've been very supportive, and everyone's so excited, you know, for us to have children. Mm -hmm. um, Everyone's, you know, 100% behind us. You know, there's a lot of times people have a really difficult time with the patients, the waiting part, too. Um, How you've been now about a year waiting to be matched with a birth mother. Is that correct? Yes, we have. And and I know it's hard to wait, you know, uh, whatever you have. Just briefly, how have you gotten through that? I mean, how is your faith and, and patience? Uh, what do you do to get that? Well, I think part of it's prayer. But I think, when pati- I think patience arises from a deep knowing that our life is in God's hands. Mm-hmm. And once that's established, and I think that's established just through prayer, through loving relationships, through time in Scripture. Mm-hmm. And once that's established, then I think there are times, you know, we have human emotions, we get anxious mm-hmm. at times, but when we can come back to that deep knowing that God is in control mm-hmm. of our situation, it gives you the uh, joy to, to enjoy, uh, it gives you the joy and the patience to embrace the journey. Mm-hmm. And so that's yeah. for us, it's been just embracing, this has been a wonderful journey, and, and it's been a year, but yet it's been an exciting year. So that's really helped us. That is good too. And as we, you know, we've just got a little bit of time left. But what are your briefly? What are your hopes and dreams for your child when you adopt, Jeff? Oh man, well, I, my hopes and dreams is to provide an atmosphere of love, 
to have the opportunity to shape a child in his or her own unique giftings in the way that they desire their unique personalities. I think that's, for Tracy and I, one of the number one things that is, stirs our hearts so much is being able to give a child an opportunity to grow and to nurture in a loving environment where they can express who they are and their own individual personality. Yeah, and you know what? I know you guys are going to make great parents, and uh, you know that we've got our support and that there is a child out there for you. So, you know, we're excited to hear about that and hopefully have you back on the show when you have that little one in your arms. Well, thank you, Marty. And, uh, you know, we're, we're praying for you as we do with all our families and birth parents and the children, too. And so I know you and Tracy will make excellent parents. And I want to thank you for being on Let's Talk Adoption and sharing your heart in the personal part of your life with us. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Well, listen, until next week, I'm so glad you joined us, too. God bless. Have a wonderful week. This is Marty Caldwell. We'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us for Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell. For more adoption information, visit LifetimeAdoption.com or call 1-800-923-6784. That's 1-800-9-ADOPT-4. And tune in again next week at the same time for Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell.